0: Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Encuentro. Let's begin with a prayer of St. Francis, as we always do, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, make me a means of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may seek not so much to be consoled, but to console. Not so much to be understood, but to understand. Not so much to be loved, but to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in forgiving that we are forgiven. And it is in dying to ourselves that we are born to eternal life. Amen. The Gospel reading for today is taken from St. Matthew chapter 13 verses 47 to 53. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down and put what is good into buckets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. But there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? He asked them. And they answered, Yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household, brings forth from his storm both the old and the new uh you know i've been back in the country two years now and uh, it's been an amazing two years uh, challenging you know uh difficult at times but uh all over it's been it's been a truly wonderful amazing and grace-filled uh experience uh it is august and uh Two years ago, uh, at about this time, uh, later in the month, actually, you know, um, I had this really strange experience that, uh, been trying my best to kind of forget, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of recalling it because of what's been happening over the last couple of days, you know, I've been trying to do what I've been trying to do over the last couple of days. See, um, uh... Not many, many probably know at least my friends and those who have been following me. You know, that back in twenty twenty one when I came home, uh, I guess I went viral. Is the term that uh, that we could use. There's no other term. I really don't like that word though. Viral, you know, the time of the pandemic is just a terrible term. Um, but it was a very difficult experience for me uh for all sorts of reasons uh but, you know very few people really understood you know uh what was going on and by that I, I mean with me you know personally uh I guess you know I, I don't want to go into the details of the actual experience but uh Long story short, you know, the uh, that, that that viral infamy uh, brought about a lot of uh, difficulty and, and challenges. You know, uh, some of them are, some of those challenges are, are still present. But uh, like I said, you know, very few people really understood, you know, not even my family or closest friends. You know, their reactions back then ranged from, oh, just don't mind them, you know, just don't mind it. To, it's really nothing, you know, it shouldn't bother you, or you just need to revel in it, you know, and, and then it'll pass. To, well, why don't you turn it into an opportunity to evangelize, you know, go on TikTok or be a vlogger or make YouTube videos, you know. You have a lot of priests and religious doing that, and they're effective, so why don't you, you know. But, you know, what all of those uh, reactions fail to, to take into account and to understand is, you know, we're all different. You know, none of us fits into a preset mold unless we want to do that to ourselves. And I don't, I didn't like it. You know, maybe some people would have liked it. Maybe some people would have appreciated it. Uh, maybe some people would have reacted differently to it. I I, I didn't. And, and that's me, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I used to always say to the seminarians I teach, I, you know, I tell them, you know, seminaries, seminaries, they're not assembly lines. And. You aren't called by God to be cookie-cutter seminarians or cookie-cutter priests. And none of us is called to be a cookie-cutter person, right? meaning we're all different, you know? And that's not just, you know, some superficial or shallow thing to say. It's, it's real, you know? St. Paul was different from St. Peter, you know? James was different from uh, Nathaniel. Matthew was different from Mark. And Luke was different from John. Simon from Jew, you know? No two persons are alike. No two personalities, no two temperaments, no two characters, no two disciples. And it is in our uniqueness that we have been called by God, you know, to follow Jesus. And it's a lack of a, it's a sign of, it's a, sign of a lack of gratitude to the Lord who loves us. You know, as St. Augustine says, as if we were the only one to love, to insist that we, we should then be or pattern ourselves after everybody else, you know. We're all different. And so our reactions to things will be different. What might be pleasant for others, what might be nothing to others, what might be a wonderful opportunity for others might not be for us. And like I said, you know, back in 2021, that was a very rough experience for me. And, you know, uh, rough is putting it lightly. You know, it was borderline traumatic. You know, I just gotten off COVID and just gotten back home and I was Hoping for some peace and quiet, and then suddenly, you know, the, the craziness ensued. You know, so some friends, of course, interpret that as overreacting. You know, it's really nothing, you know. It's really nothing, they'd say. Um, but I used to tell them, you know, I mean, or ask them, I mean, have you gone through something like it? Well, if the answer is no, then, you know, uh, is that what you would do, you know, if you went through something like it, you know? Well, uh, if the answer is yes, then I go, well, all good, you know. But then you see, I'm not you, and you're not me, and we're different. That's all right, you know. The crosses we bear are also different, okay. And why am I bringing this up? It's connected to, you know, what what I've been up to the last couple of days. You see, back then, my spiritual director, you know, I had a conversation with him. Uh, He's in the States, you know. He's not here. He's been my spiritual director since... I was seminary in 1992. And so, you know, I, I phoned him and I, I, we talked on the phone. And when I told him uh, back then that I just wanted to pack up and leave, you know, because I, I just couldn't handle the, the, the craziness all around, um, which I could have easily done, you know, pack up and leave. In fact, there's some friends in the States who were saying to me, you know, just come back, you know, just come back. Um, but I knew in my heart of hearts, God wanted me here. You know, so... So I asked my spiritual director, "Well, what am I gonna do, you know, if I don't want to pack up my bags and leave? What should I do? How should I interpret all of this, this craziness and this nonsense?" And I will never forget what he said to me, you know. He said, "Well, use it, you know, use it." I said, "Well, but that's what they—that's what some of my friends are suggesting, you know. Just, so should I, should I be, uh, you know, uh, you know, a." a, a uh, a video creator, a vlogger, you know, uh, use it to evangelize. He says, No, he says, No, that's not what I meant. He says, That's not what you like. That's not what you want to do. You know, uh, what I'm saying is, he said, uh, Use it not to make yourself known, because he says, You know, I know you dislike that, but so that use it so that this not, not, notoriety, if you will, can, can benefit those you said you wanted to serve which is the reason why you came home in the first place, right? You wanted to help the poor? Well, then then use it to help the poor. You know, you can't give them everything they need. You can't help all of them. But help whoever is in front of you and whoever is in need. So use this difficult experience, this bad experience, you know, this experience that you really do not like, and transform it. You know, use it for the good not of yourself, but of those that you said you wanted to serve. You know, it was a light bulb moment for me. And so I said, okay, well, you know, so I did. I, I followed uh, his advice. And now that's exactly what I'm doing again. You know, two years after that, that awful episode back then you know uh two years ago what did i do i decided that i was going to reach out to people uh, tell them why i came home uh tell them you know what i was passionate about which is you know really helping people in need and you know the amazing thing is you know i was i was living with uh with the bishop of kubao back then um and all around us you know there were people who were in need Uh, the pandemic was still raging Uh, a lot of people had lost their jobs and we had a bunch of construction workers who you know who uh, construction was halted in many instances back then in many cases because you know uh, things were tough because of all the restrictions due to the uh, pandemic uh, so, what I did was I I reached out to people, um, and, you know, something amazing happened. Throughout the course of, you know, a couple months, uh, we were able to raise a huge sum of money. More than a million pesos, actually, you know. Altogether, for the poor, uh, those who needed uh, assistance, people who have lost their jobs, um, street children, homeless people, um, and I, I still remember the uh, you know the the, uh, the the sacks of rice and and the, the boxes of canned goods that that. You know uh we'd buy and have delivered and then repack and then distribute um, and it was amazing you know to be able to help all of those people all of that brought about by you know that that crazy episode of uh of viral infamy. <laughs> You know, in, in the Gospel for today, Jesus tells us that at some point, you know, at some point, uh, the good fish will be separated from the bad. You know? Uh, but not before saying that the net, you know, the entire net uh, that is cast will will catch both the good and the bad. I used to tell my students that when it came to life you know or even to us you know priests professors teachers that you know that they encountered or just people or even even you know even our our family our, our, our parents you know there's there's a rule of thumb that 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 we should always follow you know and that's take the good and set aside the bad take the good and leave the bad And that's true of life that's true of experiences of people and really of anything you know saint augustine says that there's nothing perfectly good or perfectly bad in this world you know even we are creatures of of darkness and light of of sunlight and and shadows and so with every experience with every experience it is possible to to discern you know to detect uh, goodness and opportunity on the one hand, and it's opposite yeah? on the other hand, even our own reactions to things can go either way. you know we can feel bad about things, which is normal. Now, what isn't normal is staying with a bad feeling for too long yeah? and allowing ourselves to be paralyzed by it. So we can feel bad about things again, that is normal, or we can say, "Well, you know that was hard. That was painful, I was awful, but this can be turned into good as well. There can be good in it. You know, there can be good that comes out of it. When I was a seminary, I experienced a number of very painful experiences, you know, that sometimes made me just want to row in the towel, you know, give up, become angry, bitter, jaded, you know, cynical, resentful. But then Then I remember you know, one time, you know, I was complaining to my spiritual, spiritual director, and, and then he says to me, But why? So I said, Well, what do you mean, why? He says, Why become those things, those bad things, when you can become their opposite? You know? Uh, when you can embrace hope and courage and resilience and fortitude, endurance, patience, you know, perseverance. Take the good, you know, leave the bad. Be the good, not the bad. It's a choice. Just like hell, he says. It's a choice. Just like heaven. It's also a choice. You have to choose the latter. I'll never forget what he told me. He says, You know, hell is a choice, always heaven. Choose heaven. You know, there's a line in scripture when Jesus says to a man who had been paralyzed all his life, he says, he says, he asks him first, says, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? And when the man chooses healing, you know, at first he had been, you know, of course, being a lifelong paralytic, uh, he was sad and depressed and angry and bitter. And then Jesus says to him, do you want to be healed? Of course, initially he was hesitant to give an answer. It's like, oh, what is this? It's a trick question. But then he says, yes, of course I do. And then Jesus says to him, okay then, you know, pick up your mat and walk. Pick up your mat and walk. It's okay to feel bad, to feel the pain as terribly as possible, to cry, to wail, to grieve, to be angry and sad and upset. Those are all normal human reactions to bad things that are happening. But we can't just sit there. You know, Jesus says to us, after we've spent enough time sort of sitting there, and for lack of a better word, allowing ourselves to, to feel those very human and very normal emotions, sometimes wallowing in them. You know, Jesus says to us, okay, you know, you've spent enough time grieving and and It's normal, it's necessary, it is good. But now pick up your mat and walk. Pick up your mat and walk. And then he says to us, you know, don't worry, I'll I'll walk with you. Don't be worried, don't be scared. You know. You can make something out of this, something good. Something good can come out of this experience. Over the last week, what's been foremost on my mind, and I'm sure in the mind of so many people, you know, here in the Philippines, is the tragedy of, you know, those 27, you know, men and women, young and old, you know, who perished in that that boating accident. And it has weighed on me tremendously. I remember I, you know, I, was, I, was, I was not at the parish at the moment when, when I heard the news. And when I learned that it was, you know, from the place where I was stationed, something happened in my head and in my heart. It was just, it was awful. You know, these were our people in the area. And it was so hard. And of course, you know, when things like that happen, sometimes the first thing we do is to ask God, well, why? Why? And so I was thrown back to that experience in 2021. And I recalled my experience with my spiritual director and what he said to me. He says, well... What are you going to do about it? You know, it's all right to feel sad. It's normal to feel bad. It's even normal to to ask the Lord, why? Why did you allow this to happen? But then as my spiritual director said back then, and as uh, another spiritual director, my, my, my spiritual director now, said to me in 2021, well, what are you going to do about it? It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, you know, feel the sorrow and pain and and grieve for those who have died and, and for their families. But what are you going to do? And so I decided to do what I did in 2021. Ask people for help. Pull people together and do something concrete for the families to drop in the bucket, you know, they, they definitely need more. I wish, you know, um, we could give them everything that they need, but as my spiritual director back then said, that that is not possible. You give what you can, you know. So Jesus says to us, you know, pick up your mat, walk. Don't be worried, don't be scared. I'll walk with you. There's more to life. You know, after the pain. I mean this isn't sweeping the sorrow, you know, that we experience the, the pain of grieving for for those who have experienced such terrible tragedy. You know, it's it's not sweeping that under the rug, you know, it is rather allowing that sorrow to become like jet fuel powering us to get better you know to become better to become more you know than what we are right now to become more okay than who and what we were while we endured the pain solutions solutions not problems i used to tell my students We analyze the problem, we look at them squarely, but then we don't allow ourselves to be lost in the pain and the sorrow and the suffering. We don't allow ourselves to wallow in them. Instead, you know, we don't only choose the good and set aside the bad, We transform the bad into something good. Because we're not the ones doing it. It is the Lord. The Lord who asks us to pick up our mats and walk. Because He invites us to do so. And because He wants to walk with us. Pick up your mat and walk. Take the good, set aside the bad, take the bad and turn it into something good. The Lord is with us all throughout, walking with us, helping us, enabling us to realize that there is more to life than the challenges. The pains, the heartaches, the sorrows, so much more.